0: You're listening to The Lightwalker's Path with Serena Myers, the podcast that sparks real, raw, honest conversations about what it actually means to live a spiritual life. Serena is a sacred soul mentor who guides people to tap into their heart's truth so they can live their lives with purpose, on purpose. Welcome to episode 48 of The Lightwalkers Path. I'm your host Serena Myers and this week we are getting into a topic that was um, selected by the members of my Facebook community called The Lightwalkers Path. Same name as this podcast and if you are looking for a space of people that you can um, come and share with and talk about your spiritual path and share funny spiritual memes and just in a really raw honest real way then you are absolutely invited to come and join us in this space and there are little things like being able to have some say in what we're going to talk about on an episode that happens in that group so it's definitely a fun space that you can connect with uh, particularly if you resonate with the messages and the energy of this podcast and so i presented a couple of topics to the group and they chose this one and i was a little like because Um, It's something that there is a lot of conversation that happens uh, amongst spiritual teachers uh, about and nobody really 100% fully agrees. So I want to just kind of set it to you in this way. I'm a firm believer that uh, you are going to know what resonates for you. So when I come and I present in this podcast, I really like to teach and share um, my view of the world and how I do things and what feels right for me. And it's totally up to you to... Take what works for you and leave the rest. So if I'm talking to you about this topic and you're like, yeah, no, Serena, you are completely fucking bananas, then that is totally okay. But there might be a little nugget in here for you, uh, even if it's just to reinforce your own beliefs. So I really do encourage you to use some critical thinking, tune into the energy and see what is right for you. So with that giant preamble, because that seems like quite the... Uh, little catch-all at the beginning here we're going to be talking about energetic consent and i think some of the reason why this is such a hot topic is because it has the word consent in it it's a word that is quite loaded um it's usually used in the world of sexuality we don't really think about it in terms of a lot of other spaces however it is such a core part of who we are as human beings, in how we interact with each other, and how we honor our own energy, our own bodies, and everything else. So that's what I want to talk about today, because I know the people who listen to this podcast are the helpers and healers of the world. They're people who want to do good, they have done training in things like angel work and Reiki and other energy modalities, and they want to put that work to use. And what I'm saying is, yes, let's do that, but in a consensual way so let me share a little story when i left the church i was 14 years old and i kind of floundered for a little while and i ended up finding myself in this really beautiful pagan community who were very very heart driven very accepting very of the earth like just really beautiful down-to-earth heart-centered people and that was some of my more formal introduction to some of the work that i even do right now but when i moved across the country um, I was now 17, I thought that if I sought out a similar type of community that it would be the same really love-driven place, but I got to start to get my first glimpse into kind of the shadow side of our world, and so I ended up meeting this circle of people who... Um, really did not believe that energetic consent was a thing. And they certainly didn't use it or art- in that way or articulated in that way, but they were firm believers that if they could use their powers for good, that that was more important than an individual's personal agency. So the example that they gave me was that if they had somebody that they loved who wanted or who who was a smoker, who had health problems because of that, but they weren't quitting, that they felt that they could use their energy to influence that person to stop smoking and thereby making the decision for them and even though i was only 17 i remember thinking that is fucked up (laughs) because yes ideally we want the people we love to be healthy and happy and to live long vibrant lives but also we don't get to choose for them and so at a young age i kind of had this seed planted about what felt in integrity for me about how i could show up and how i could use energy And um, this has kind of really stuck with me over the years. And then as I started to shift into a teaching role, I realized that this was a conversation that we needed to have because not everybody knows and not everybody really thinks about it because all they know is that they can help and they can do some good and they don't really think about what cost that comes with. We see examples of this in the media all the time. Uh, If we take the movie Ghost, where Whoopi Goldberg is running around with her, Molly, you in danger, girl, like, yes, she has received this message and she is going and imparting it. And in fact, she's doing it on behalf of somebody who's crossed to the other side. But we see that also in real life. We see it in reality shows about psychics and mediums. Well, we see it even in our own uh, spiritual circles where uh, outside of a session where people feel compelled to share a message that they have received, whether it was something that came through in a meditation or something that came through in a dream, but where they feel that it's really important to take it upon themselves to share that message. But what they're not thinking about in that time is how that message is going to impact the person who's receiving it. Because again, their heart's in the right place and they wanna do good and they wanna help. But they're not thinking about that person is getting ready to go for a job interview and now they've just gotten this doom and gloom message that scares the shit out of them. That person, who um, had to make some really big important decisions that day. And now their head is like running around with these other thoughts that also like they weren't open up to necessarily receiving. And depending on who the channel was who brought the message forward, they're going to have different degrees of accuracy as well. So it's really disruptive, particularly if it's outside of a session to just hoist truth or messages or whatever you consider to be like divine intelligence upon someone, it's really important that we actually take a moment and have a check in to ask for consent. Now, when the pandemic hit, and I was going through a lot of personal stuff, I had to withdraw from my personal space, my little Facebook community. And um, a bunch of people lovingly banded together to send me Reiki. And while I really appreciated the sentiment because I knew that it was coming from this place of love and they were worried for me and they wanted to help. There also wasn't a check-in first of, hey, Serena, are you open to receiving this? People who are struggling, um, whether it's something that they've created or a situation that they find themselves in or relationship dynamics or whatever it is that's going on for them, there is an important lesson that they need because the divine doesn't give us stuff just to fuck with us. Like that's really the honest truth. They don't just dole out lessons just to see how well you can overcome hardship. There's always something in it for us, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And so when we take it upon ourselves to essentially strip someone of their free will and help them process something, um, Without their say-so, where they haven't weighed in, where they haven't actually said, yes, please help me in this way, um, it is really debilitating. And it is, frankly, spiritually arrogant. Because what you are essentially saying by doing this, and I know your heart's in the right place, and I know that it's coming from a spot of love, but what you're saying is, is, I know better than the divine does, and I'm going to change the course of this person's life. The absolute most precious gift that we have been given by God, the universe, creator, whatever language you use, is our free will. Our ability to choose, to step into things, to claim them at our own pace, to heal at our own pace is so important. My belief is that we come into this lifetime with like an agenda of Lessons we want to learn, how we're going to integrate, and then the universe will present us with opportunities to be able to learn those lessons. So for someone to come in and intervene in my lesson path that has been literally planned by my soul and the creator is uncool, even if they're doing it from a place of love. Now, here is the thing. You do have the ability to help. You do have really wonderful gifts and a whole lot of love to share. So, I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm saying do it within certain parameters. So, the first one I want to talk about is the law of grace. What's really beautiful about the law of grace is that it acts as like a gatekeeper for us to be able to send over love and reiki and energy and light and whatever it is to a person or to a situation um or even to the planet but it becomes this filter that allows in the stuff that is beneficial to that person based on what they're open to consciously or unconsciously and it sort of repels the rest so only the stuff that is the most aligned to the highest good is going to get through so if you are sending reiki or if you're sending prayers or if you're sending love Um, to a situation or to a person, if you always just state it by the law of grace, then what you're doing is you're not forcing your goodness upon this person, situation or whatever, you are presenting it with the opportunity to take what it needs and to leave everything else. And remember, this is just energy, right? Like all of it is energy and intention. And so for us, we have these ideas about things being high vibe or low vibe or good or bad. And realistically, like to the earth, it's just energy. So whatever gets repelled by the law of grace is still being absorbed by the world. And it is being able to receive that as just this beautiful gift so you are never wasting or doing harm by sending things by the law of grace you're actually just saying you take what you need and you know mother earth gets the rest so it's a really beautiful way of still being able to use your gifts in a wonderful way without having to actually have that dialogue because not everyone is going to be open to being able to consent and not doing any harm or forcing yourself or taking someone's personal agency away from them the other thing when you have this message and it is someone that you can have a conversation with you don't have to actually just go ahead and blurt it out you can say hey i received a message for you are you open to hearing it it's really that that easy and that simple and um the same thing with reiki if someone you know is really suffering what you can say is hey i'd be happy to send you some reiki you know may i do that it's really not that big of a deal. But what you're doing is allowing them to have a say so in what their healing looks like. And particularly when someone is in a really hard place or if they have stories around victimhood and um, the world being against them and whatever, being part of their own healing is so profound. Because now it's not that someone else has done it to them, someone else hasn't done it for them, they have been an active agent in their own process. And I mean, we can all use that, but particularly people who are coming from those really, really hurt places, there is such a beautiful healing that takes place when they get to claim it for themselves instead of having someone just step in and do it for them. And if you are someone who is a reader, I really do encourage you to work with your guides as well so that they're bringing forward messages within a session or even just immediately before a session, not where it's happening like days, weeks, months later. It's not a marketing tactic to be able to get people to come back in. It's really important that you have those really beautiful energetic boundaries so that your energy is supported and their energy is supported so that they are held within a container and where you are not being forced to be at the whim of spirit. Because the thing is, is that when we open up and we say to our guides, use me and, you know, allow me to be your vessel, allow me to be your channel, they will do that. And they have a very different concept of what your bandwidth is because they're not human. They don't understand kind of what it's like to be in a human body. And so it's really important that you set just some really healthy boundaries so that you're able to show up and continue to do this work. Because if you are burning out because you're running around town, sending Reiki and giving messages to all these people who didn't even ask for it, you then don't have any of that for your own practice. And you don't have it for the people who do engage with you in consensual ways to be able to benefit from your beautiful work. And just so I can give you like a little like nugget that I really do feel emphasizes this point, And let's look at angels. Angels are friggin powerful like let's just say it like it is right but they do not intervene unless we ask there are some very very extreme circumstances where they're going to step in but like 99.999 percent of the time unless you actually invite an angel in to step in and intervene in what's going on for you they are going to stand there they're going to hold space and they are going to love you and if you ask they're there but if you don't ask they step back and we need to embody some of that ourselves we need to stop meddling. We need to stop inserting ourselves. Because in those moments, it's not about us. It's not about our gifts or how talented we are. In those moments, it's about this person who needs support and help and love. And so our job then is not to go in and solve everything for them. It's to find our space, whether it's by asking them directly, or by sending it through the law of grace so that they're only receiving what's in their highest and greatest good and then stepping back and letting it happen. Too often, I also see people who are really um, in a healer space or in a really intuitive space who get so attached to the outcome because it's like a validation of their gifts. Oh yes, they're healed. Look, I did that. Or, oh, wonderful. I get that message. I gave that message and then they validated it. And oh, aren't I so special? Aren't I so talented? And I'm kind of you know, like cheesing it up a little bit, but there is a part of us, this human element that is just craving validation. And we really need to find that within ourselves. We can't use other people to bring that validation forward. And so when we are respectful with our energy, we might still get that validation. We might still say, hey, can I share this with you? And they say yes or no. And then if they say yes, we share and they might still validate us. But where all of that process is about their need and their personal agency and not our need to pat ourselves on the back and get a gold star so i hope that makes sense and i hope that resonates for you and to be honest this is a topic i don't hear uh, discussed enough so i would absolutely love it if you did join my facebook group again same name as this podcast the light walker's path where you came and started a thread to talk about energetic consent I wanna know how this resonated for you and if you were like, oh yeah, I never thought of it that way. Or if you were like, nah, Serena, like I'm doing good and blah, blah, blah. It's a place for respectful, healthy debate and I would love to hear from you. And as well, if you have a moment Take a second here and just go ahead and rate and comment on this podcast. That really helps us to be able to find more people like you who we can engage in these conversations, who we can support doing this big spiritual work. And it would just mean the world to me if you could take a second and give us a rate. All right, that is it for this week, my loves. I will see you next week. And until then, I am sending you so much love by the law of grace. Okay, take care.